0: Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad to be able to join you Once again, via Facebook land, podcast land, whatever land you may be joining from, maybe it's a land at Disney World, I don't know. Um, But I'm very glad to do this each and every week. I love being able to give people uh, travel tips and advice and kind of coming alongside you where you are um, in your planning process um, and letting you know uh, and and helping you stay up to date at uh, everything that's going on at Walt Disney World. So. Um, tonight on Travel Tips Tuesday, it is January the 21st, 2020. Our topic for tonight is Disney snacks. We're actually going to cover a few things. Uh, Disney snacks, budget saving tips, primarily related to food. We're going to hit on souvenirs a little bit. And this little thing called hashtag Disney and more. Uh, you're going to see that all over some pictures and different things um, and, and different posters that I'm going to be putting out, promoting a few things. And I'm going to explain... Uh, what I mean by that tonight. Uh, So if you have any questions about it, please let me know. So last week we were live from the boardwalk at Walt Disney World and had an awesome time talking about uh, Rise of the Resistance. We kind of went through the the boarding check-in process there. So if you're curious about Rise of the Resistance um, and how all that works with the boarding groups and those sorts of things, go back to last week um, and, um, and you can find that easily on the the podcast form if you go to apple spotify uh, most of your major podcasting platforms carry travel tips tuesday on it Uh, just search for it and listen to the episode from last week it's only like 15 or 16 minutes long Um, real quick listen on the way to work and it'll give you the rundown on how all that works so Uh, This week, though, uh, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, favorite topics of mine, like I've already mentioned, food-related, right? Everybody loves talking about Disney food, Um, and also budget-saving tips. So, you know, usually the top questions that I get when I'm talking to people um, about booking a Disney trip are related to food, but also how can I save money? Like, am I getting the best bang for your buck? And that doesn't always mean, by the way, that does not always mean like the cheapest like value experience out there because i'm a firm believer um that you know getting the best bang for your buck or or working within a budget everybody's budget is is different and that's one thing that i try to be sensitive to um and you know i'll ask you a few qualifying questions so i can get a grasp of that sometimes people just tell me outright which is awesome you know love that makes things a little bit easier Uh, but usually i like to get to know folks anyway and find out figure out kind of where they're at uh, to make sure that they're getting a trip that works for them um and their budget is also the experience that they're looking for so um we're also going to talk about towards the end tonight where travel Nation as a whole is headed this year in 2020 we're going to talk about that disney hashtag uh disney and more a little bit and give you a sneak peek into where travel tips tuesday is headed next week um and also the following weeks after that some things that we're going to be talking about um and covering And if you are hopping on tonight, you want to say, hey, please wave, um, comment, let me know you're here. Uh, I'm going to do some kind of question of the day kind of things. One of them is already in the description for tonight um, that you've seen. So if you see that, uh, feel free free to go ahead and answer. I would love for this to kind of be an interactive thing. Um, Let me know who you are, where you're watching from, uh, what you do, something about you, you know, those kinds of things. Um, But if you want to comment on... Um, if you want to comment on the topic tonight, that would be awesome too. So again, we're talking about Disney snacks. We're talking about uh, budget saving tips related to food. A little bit about souvenirs and uh, Disney and more. So it's a full night. So let's get into it. Uh, someone else recently posted this question on a Facebook thread, and I actually see this question posted quite a bit um, in a number of kind of Disney fan, you know, uh, fan Facebook fan groups, um, Disney blog sites. Uh, even I'll see things posted posted about it uh, from you know official Disney park sources you know what is your favorite Disney snack is there a right answer for me yes there is a right answer and there are wrong answers um, so if I don't cover your favorite Disney snack please don't feel offended let me know what it is because again we got a lot of things to cover tonight um, so it is pretty full so let's get down to it favorite snacks what are my favorite snacks well number one at the top of the list, I like sweet snacks, I like savory snacks. But for me, out of my top three, if I had to pick my favorite snack, it would be, without question, a Dole Whip float. Be very specific, Dole Whip float. Pineapple soft serve ice cream uh, with some ice cold pineapple juice on a hot day at Disney World is one of the most refreshing things that you can have. And if you're probably saying to yourself, Self, I've never experienced the majesty that is the Dole Whip float, uh, it sounds kind of weird. Pineapple and ice cream doesn't really sound like it works. Trust me, it works. Go to go to Aloha Isle over at um, over the Magic Kingdom. Go to uh, the pineapple. Go to the Villanai pineapple lanai over at uh, the Polynesian Village Resort. There's a few other places you can kind of get. Uh, Dole Whip floats or Dole Whip ice creams or kind of the swirls, you know, there's different kind of flavors of it now, Um, not just pineapple, but those are kind of the two main spots that people will go. You can also, usually when it's working, use mobile ordering to pick one up too at the Aloha Isle over at Magic Kingdom. So keep that in mind um, as you're ordering, if you want to kind of streamline the process, because a lot of times people will walk up, they'll see a giant line um, and they won't know about the mobile ordering platform. So not every food location has mobile ordering available, but many do, and this is this is one of them. Um, number two on my list uh, would be churros, and not just any kind of churro. If we're talking Walt Disney World specifically, um, warm, fresh churros, right? Warm, fresh churros uh, from somewhere in the Mexico pavilion, depending on where you get them. They just got to be warm. Uh, they got to be fresh. They come with that little kind of caramel dipping sauce. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but I just like them warm and fresh. They're great. They just kind of dissolve in your mouth. And they're wonderful. If you eat them like hours later, completely different experience. Would not want to do that. <laughs> you could try to put them in the microwave or whatever, but no, that just doesn't work. Um, but I will say this about churros at Disney, okay? They are actually much better, in my opinion. I don't know if it's the water or what, the air, I'm not really sure. They're much better at Disneyland over in California. Um, you know, they have a much wider variety, uh, they just seem to be more fresh all the time they they sell tend to sell more of them i think too so um number three and this is just kind of a i don't know a classic thing when uh i've gone to walt disney world with my wife when i've gone you know in our family and our kids and when we have been there together as a family um and and stayed late to watch the the fireworks show uh at night you know at one point it was wishes that were, then it was replaced by happily ever after Favorite classic snack of ours to get is just ice cream. That's it, ice cream. Now I will go to the ice cream shop on occasion uh, on Main Street and get on Main Street USA and get a big old honking waffle cone full of cookies and cream because that's my that's my go-to ice cream. But you know what? The Mickey Premium Bars are classic, and you can't go wrong with those. They're pretty stinking good. If you've never had a Mickey Premium Bar, they're great. The ice cream sandwiches are also pretty good uh, as well. So uh, those are my top three snacks. I would love to know what your favorite snack is at Disney, Uh, whether it's a turkey leg or popcorn or whatever it is. uh, Let me know. I would love to know about that from you tonight. So let's kind of take a turn here and talk about the dining plan for a minute because this is a question that I get um, pretty often. You know, how can you maximize the dining plan? And one of those things that that you see, if you get a dining plan, regardless if you get the quick service, the Disney dining plan, or the deluxe version, you're going to get two snacks per night of your stay with that. And people want to know, you know, people want to know, you know, how do you... How do you maximize that? How do you get the best bang for your buck? For me, it is not getting popcorn. I honestly think that Disney probably makes money off of you when you use when you choose to use you know one of your snack credits for popcorn versus say you know going to Epcot if they have a food festival going on and going to one of the booths and, and using uh, them for a snack you know credit there because you can do that at some of the booths. Not all of them. And those um, and those those festivals were not going on year round, but it almost seems like you know they kind of are. The Festival of the Arts just started, and it kind of seems like just a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, before Christmas, which actually we're well into 2020 right now. We're three weeks in, um, but let's say a couple of months ago rather, um, the uh, Food and Wine Festival ended, um, and. That's one of the best times to go and, and use your dining plan credits for snacks over at Epcot. So I'm getting a lot of comments in there, which is awesome. Keep at it. Let me see what y'all are saying real quick. I'm going to rewind here for a second, not rewind. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, Nate Goodrich says, no, Magic Kingdom Spring Rolls. Unfriended. Okay, Magic pre- Kingdom Spring Rolls. Um, I've, got a, I've got a confession to make. Uh, Nate, I've actually never had a Magic Kingdom spring roll I know, I was just there last week with a bunch of y'all I, I just, I, I don't know I, I haven't, um, I went looking for the spring roll cart one time Like specifically, and I think they were either closed Or just, it just wasn't out um, You know, they're out more regularly now The spring rolls I hear are here pretty good The cheeseburger ones, pepperoni ones uh, Those kinds of things Adam Coleman says, Dull Whip, Dull Whip is the only answer Adam, you're my friend uh, we, can, we can stay friends Uh, Alicia says, favorite snack, unfortunately not covered by the dining plan, is the cheeseburger ed roll at Magic Kingdom. So that is a good point that Alicia says that, that some of the snacks um, that are out there that Disney may classify as a snack, you know, let's just say something less than 10 bucks or less than $8 or whatever, whatever the pricing is, usually you can get a pretty substantial snack for between five and eight bucks. Um, Some of the quick service meals are kind of pushing that mark, around the $10 more mark, um, usually so. Um, But not all the snacks are covered by uh, the dining plan. You want to be aware of that. Don't assume that they are. If you're planning a trip, make sure that you have a recent list make sure that you're asking reputable sources that you're not going and reading dated blog sites that are three four five six seven ten years old uh, that are out there this is one of the ways that working with a travel agent can actually benefit you Uh, you will receive up-to-date information at no additional cost and we'll make sure you're prepared to maximize your trip package as we've planned it out so if you have questions about the dining plan, uh, snack options, please reach out to me. We'd love to talk to you more about that. There's also some other Travelmation agents out there that are pretty, pretty awesome at it. Um, Alicia says her favorite hack is having groceries delivered to your room. Uh, there are so many hacks out there, extra fast passes, cool secret dining hacks. Yeah, there are a lot of really cool things that you can do. Um, And we're going to talk about budget-saving hacks here in just a minute. Uh, Melissa is kind of bantering back and forth with our friend Nate here, and I'm not going to go through every single one of these comments because we're getting a lot of of them in there. But Melissa says, I'm sure he's – sure he's waiting for the buffalo chicken ones to hit again before mentioning it in the top three uh melissa you're right i'm a sucker for buffalo chicken anything i love i love buffalo chicken um i you know whether it's a wrap whether it's just buffalo chicken fingers or wings or whatever boneless i don't care Uh, but one thing the one correct answer and some of you may get upset with me about this i don't know (laughs) but the one correct answer what do you dip buffalo chicken in Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch, I'm sorry, is the answer. Blue cheese is just gross. Um, Nate says, I'll drive down. As soon as they hit the stand, he probably will. So there are some awesome things out there. Uh, Alicia says that the buffalo chicken egg rolls are seasonal. Um, they are. There are a lot of products out there that are seasonal as well. So if you see something uh, and you enjoy it, you know, sometimes, like the, the Dole Whips, they're going to be there year-round. But some of the products, like some versions of the egg rolls, are seasonal. They'll only be there uh, certain times of the year. So... Absolutely. Yeah. I'll hook you up with a snack list. We'll, we'll, uh... (laughs) we're friends again. So apparently I made, made Nate mad. Nate's a really awesome guy from, uh, from Georgia. He's, he's a great dude. He's also a travel agent, travel nation agent and does a really, really, really good job, uh, planning trips for folks. Um, so again, some good uses for snack credits. Let's run down a few, few of these. Um, and if you're a Starbucks addict like myself, um, or really caffeine, um, connoisseur of all things uh, fine coffee. Um, Starbucks may not be in that list for you, but you can use one of your snack credits for a Starbucks drink. Um, Again, there's a Starbucks location at Disney Springs, um, but there's also one at each of the four major theme parks. Um, You can go there and use one of your snack credits for that. Um, And really, it's, it's any size, any drink. And as you know, I mean, Starbucks drinks can get like six, seven, eight bucks if you're not careful. So for some of you, it may be a great use for a snack option, Um, especially if you like to get your Starbucks fixed. And when you walk in, and I actually did this on my recent trip, when you walk in, the line may be be like up to the door and you're like, there's no way I'm standing in that. Uh, Those lines move very quickly in those Starbucks locations, and they will have you in and out of there in 10, 15 minutes max, Um, unless the line is like out the door or down the street or around the corner right so but when you walk up there just keep in mind they're very efficient um at moving people through the registers they have many registers lined up it's not just not they might i think it's they have four either four or six i can't remember um but they're very good at processing folks in and out of there the next thing is this funnel cakes and you're probably thinking to yourself funnel cakes why would i go to disney and get a funnel cake when i can go to my state fair back home and get a good funnel cake there right well the funnel cakes at disney when they do have them um, they're not your typical state fairground funnel cakes um they are they are made fresh they've got a lot of really awesome toppings on them Um, that's one of those things that unless you want to go into sugar shock uh, you're not going to eat by yourself it is definitely something that you want to share uh, the next thing is this, and I've never actually had these, but I've heard awesome stories from people that have had them. And again, we're kind of going through some good uses of snack credits on the dining plan. Pulled pork cheese fries. Um, it's not, you know, don't think of like large mound entree sides of cheese fries. It's more of like a side with a little bit of pulled pork um, and what some people call plastic cheese. If you're a big fan of that cheese that comes out of a can from like you know sam's club or costco or whatever it's that kind of cheese right so it's not like fine queso blanco from your favorite mexican restaurant um but it's but it's not that bad so um and then you can find those at flame tree barbecue which is over at uh, animal kingdom park um there's also and this is available at some of the bakery spots um across property and i believe i've seen these actually at some of the quick service dining locations at some of the resort hotels um, and that's these Colossal Cinnamon Rolls. I call them the Big as Your Face Colossal Mickey Cinnamon Rolls because it's cinnamon roll kind of with the, in the shape of a Mickey and they're absolutely massive. They're so big that in some cases they kind of drape over the side of plates uh, and they're very filling. So one of the things that you could do, uh, especially if you're on the quick service plan or even the, the mid-tier dining plan, instead of using a full quick service meal or instead of using one of your table service credits for breakfast, uh, you can go in and find one of these massive cinnamon rolls that will fill you up. It may even fill somebody next to you up, um, and it may, may help you save a little bit, right? It may help you maximize those dining plan credits for you. Uh, and the next thing is this, and I mentioned this kind of up front in this conversation about using snack credits, and that are the Epcot festivals. Right. There are a ton, 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 ton of Epcot festivals that are going on. Right now, the Festival of the Arts just started. Um, pretty much almost right after the Festival of the Arts ends, there'll be a little bit of a trans- transition period uh, in there. The Flower and Garden Festival will start in the spring. Um, you know, This is a lot of people's favorite festival, especially if you come earlier in it uh, or earlier in, towards the beginning of the Flower and Garden Festival. Um, it, it's not as warm. Um, it's not as 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 crowded a lot of times at Epcot when this festival is going on. It's a great time to walk through and just kind of take your time, explore some different food options that you may not be familiar with, see some amazing topiaries, um, and learn a lot about how those things are created. Uh, there are a lot of really neat tours that you can do in relation to it. So again, maximize your snack credits, check out the food booths. You can't use a snack credit for every option at every food booth, but there are some. You can... You'll, you'll know by the stamp of the dining plan uh, logo. And you can actually get a little booklet that'll walk you through a lot of the different food options um, at Epcot. And those will be available at Epcot when those festivals are going on. So getting some more comments in here tonight. This is awesome. Uh, love the comments. So Jennifer says, do they have gluten-free? Yes, uh, there are some gluten-free options. And there's a um, store name brand um, I can see them. I've actually got some of these. Um, my wife, if you're listening, you can tell me what this name brand is of the, the mini chocolate chips that we use when we make, bake gluten free cookies and soy free cookies and stuff. There's a name brand um, of, of kind of snack products that they have in a lot of the quick service locations um, and some other locations scattered throughout property in the hotels and in the parks um, that. Are gluten-free, allergy-friendly. You know they have soy-free options as well. So if you have allergies that you're dealing with, again, great question. There are some snack options that um, that that you'll be able to use. And you've had, if you have questions about those allergens, if you're not sure, um, you know, talk to a chef at one of the table-service restaurants if you're sitting down, not just having a snack. Uh, And most of the time, somebody can find out an answer for you pretty quickly if they don't already know. A lot of times, the um, different vendors, food vendors, will have kind of a punch sheet of which kind of food items you you can have and which ones you can't. Um, And they will tell you uh, many times that sometimes, you know, they will have separate preparation areas for, um, you know, different things. But, you know, occasionally, if there's a risk of cross-contamination, you know, and, and you're worried about that, ask to speak to a chef um, so just, just kind of a little side note, sort of shifting away from the snack conversation briefly, but I think it's something important to mission. I, I, I have food allergies. Um, some other folks in my family do. I know others that travel to Disney that do, and it's a very important question. So Rob says cinnamon roll on galaxy's edge is good stuff, uh, as well. Not as big, but good. Uh, Alicia, big canned cheese fan. Alicia, we can still be friends. I won't tell anybody. I promise um the cronuts in epcot over by test track absolutely so a lot of really good things yes enjoy life that's exactly it so they do have uh enjoy life jennifer um at at disney you'll see that in a lot of different places so you know um that's a great option for you as well so be on the lookout for that um you know you may have to ask for it but usually uh they will and you can just say i'm looking for you know an allergy friendly option and they'll be able to help you out uh Help that help you out with that. So, uh, what are some of your favorite food hacks? What are some of your favorite budget saving tips uh, when it comes to uh, vacationing at Walt Disney World? Whether you're on a dining plan, whether you're paying port out of pocket, whether you're bringing food into the parks, which we'll mention here in a moment, Uh, what are some of your favorite hacks? Um, Hope Mackey, who's a who's a friend, Hope commented on. Um, A stream earlier when this was out there, and she said one of her favorite things to do is to go to uh, a Disney restaurant that will serve a double cheeseburger or a double, you know, two liter hamburger. Take the cheese off of it if you want to, uh, and order that, and then ask for an extra bun, which is only like 99 cents. It was the last time they did this, anyway. And you'll take one of the patties off that, and then basically you'll have two hamburgers almost for the price of one. Um, and you know, the fry, there's a lot of fries usually that'll come with those meals. Um, and it's a great hack. It's a very simple thing to do, um, that will, you know, let you save a little bit down the road. So especially if you have kids that are kind of picky eaters, or maybe they're not going to eat a lot or or whatever the case is, it's a great thing to do to kind of just split up the food. So there's, so it's not wasted because sometimes when you go to Disney, the, the food portions are very plentiful. Uh, They're very plentiful. They're meant to fill you up. I mean, guests, people are walking around a lot. You'll find yourself likely being more hungry than you usually are, if not the first couple hours of the trip, definitely by the end of that day, because you're walking, you know, 5, 10, 12, 13 miles uh, around the parks. I clocked myself when I was at Epcot last week and walked over 13 miles, um, just kind of video and taking pictures and um, get to know a few things. So, um, just be aware of that. Be aware of that. Um, my food budget saving tips basically boil down to two things. Again, sharing meals if you can, which I just mentioned, um, but also bringing your food into parks. I'm a big proponent of the dining plans if, if you use them properly. Um, if you, if you love um, if you love if you love character meals, um, if you love you know steaks and seafood, that kind of thing. If you love eating well and eating full and eating a lot, um, then you can definitely definitely get a, a good bang for your buck out of them, right? Uh, there are a bunch of re- there are a bunch of restaurants um, that uh, that will definitely help you maximize that. One of those um, I got to mention I got to visit with my friend um, Terry Weaver from the WDW Today podcast. So if you're looking for another Disney podcast, check out WDW Today. Um, he I said, hey Terry, I'm going to be at Disney. I know you're going to be there at the same time. Can we hang out for a little bit? He's like, sure. Um, come have dinner with me, uh, with, with my family. I said, all right, where are we going? And we ended up at Toledo, which is the new uh, restaurant at the top of the Grand Destino Tower, which is the newest part of Disney's uh, Coronado Springs Resort. It is absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. And it is a one table service credit um, credit dining option. Probably, and I agree with him after being there, probably the best um, the, the best dining credit option out there. I mean, if you, you could have something different there. Um, it's a tapas kind of steak and seafood sort of place. Um, uh, they do have other things on the menus other than just tapas. Um, they do have like kind of traditional, um, you know, food items that you can you know pick from, you know, an entree with a side sort of thing. Um, they've got, a, again, a bunch of different things that you can pick from. They have this bone-in ribeye that's like as big as my face. Um, that I'll probably be posting a picture of at some point. Um, we had two of them. There were five, five. yeah. Let's see, one, two, three, there are six. I'm sorry, there were six grown adults there and two of these ribeyes. We barely finished them between the six of us. Um, it, so yeah, it's a lot of great food. Um, and again, you can get a good bang for your buck by going there. So let's go back to bringing kind of your own food into the parks. Um, my favorite thing, if I'm like trying to build a meal, um when i'm coming into the disney parks is this uncrustable sandwiches right just something simple you you bring in from the grocery store you can order grocery delivery by the way somebody mentioned this earlier in the comments i can't remember who it was but you can order grocery delivery to the resorts um certain resort hotels on property do have kind of some general store type places that you can go to get um certain things like bread peanut butter jelly um you know condensed soups and kind of some other sort of basics to make a few things Uh, but uh, I would suggest thinking about uh, ordering groceries to be delivered. Um, And that would be a great way to kind of save a little bit on your dining plan. Maybe you upgrade your room experience a little bit um, and stay at a cabin, maybe at Fort Wilderness or in a suite option uh, or in a villa option even, and you cook for yourself. So it feels a little bit like home. You have a place to retreat to that's not just like a little box hotel room. Um, And you're sort of relaxing, you're eating food that you love, uh, and saving a little bit on on your food budget at the same time. So uh, a great, great option to think about. One of my favorite snacks to bring in the park um, is trail mix. Something simple, something light. Uh, I'll go to, I won't buy the little like small packs of them because honestly, I think once you do the math, like next time you go to the store, whether like grocery store, whether it's Kroger, Publix, Walmart, Target, um, you know, if you're deep south, Winn-Dixie, Piggly Wiggly, next time you go, um, I'll price out the different like trail mix options if that's something you like uh, the ones in the, the small packs versus the large bags um, because they there's a huge price difference there and it's a lot cheaper if you just buy the big bag and then you know divvy it out into a little Tupperware thing or uh, like a Ziploc uh, snack bag something like that so I love bringing trail mix in the parks lots of protein get the ones with little plain MMs in it a little, little bit of sweet in there it's pretty good um, chips is an option to um byo popcorn as good as the as good as the the disney popcorn is there's all sorts of disney popcorn there's the popcorn that they've got in galaxy's edge there's uh, the caramel popcorn there's you know the regular just butter popcorn that you can get they've even got special popcorn buckets and those sorts of things it's great it's really good it smells amazing however you can bring your own popcorn right get You know, you could pop it ahead of time, bring it with you, I don't know, go to the movie theater when they close out at night before you leave on your vacation and go to a giant trash bag of it and bring it with you. I don't know, this may make no sense to you (laughs) at all, it may sound ridiculous. But uh, if you love popcorn, if that's something you want to get and you want to save a little bit, hope there's another option for you. Think creatively, you can find a solution. Uh, If you're gonna be eating a lot of table service meals uh, or character meals, and I mentioned this a few moments ago, the dining plan can absolutely be your friend and can save you money if used correctly Uh, that goes with the snack credits that goes with the table service credits uh, alike Uh, the next thing is this bring a refillable water bottle into the bar just do it right you don't want to pay three and a half dollars or four dollars or whatever it is now for a 20 ounce dasani bottle um, when you've got a refillable bottle probably back home uh, in your cabinet somewhere uh, that you can bring with you whether it's a hydro flask if it's insulated it keeps stuff cool a little bit longer Just bring a refillable bottle with you. You can bring empty bottles with you like through the airport in your carry-on luggage as long as they're empty, as long as you don't have water or some sort of other liquid in them. Um, You can bring them into the parks, no problem. You can go to a quick service restaurant and get a free cup of ice water and fill it up from that. Um, Mostly close to all the bathrooms and sometimes at other spots where they've got water fountains. Uh, You'll see those refillable kind of water uh, bottle drink stations. You'll fill it up super quick. Um, It'll be ice cold. It's, it's, it's a great thing. I, I do this every time I go into the park. Uh, it just sort of makes sense. It, it's a way for you to save money on, uh, on, on, on drinks and refreshments throughout the day. Uh, and again, especially if you're going in the warmer months of, of the year, which is like 11 and a half out of 12 months a year in Florida, embellishing a little bit. But in all seriousness, you will need to stay hydrated while you're there. Um, you don't want to get yourself in trouble. So let's sh- shift um, briefly tonight to some souvenir saving tips. Um, I wanted to mention this because again, uh, we're, some of the number one things people ask me about when planning trips, we, we always think about the budget, we're thinking about you know, time, you know, maximize your time down there. Um, but also, uh, what about what about souvenirs? That's that kind of like wild card thing because there's gift shops at the end of every attraction. There are gift shops literally lining the streets as you're walking into the parks. There are gift shops even before you like see any rides, so you have to walk by them. They're everywhere. There's merchandise in your hotels. There's merchandise on Main Street. There's merchandise when you leave. There's there's just merchandise, stuffed animals, um, you know, picture frames, uh, pins, souvenir trading pins. Um, there's all sorts of different options, all sorts of different things that people love, um, love to purchase. So, one thing, and this is basically a travel hack. And I've heard of some travel agents doing this uh, as well. So this is not just something that I that I pulled out of nowhere. Uh, buy your own Disney shirts. Um, my family and I did this before we went this past time. My wife went and purchased some from, um, I think it was Walmart. Um, and, you know, they were kind of generic. They weren't too expensive. Uh, and we wore them as a family and got our picture taken. In fact, i have got a picture of us hanging on the wall right over here. Um, this would be to my left uh, as you're watching this. Um, the all of us and those shirts, it's a great picture right in front of Cinderella's castle. You know, we didn't pay $30 a pop, uh, at one of the grocery, at, at one of the, the gift shops right there. Um, and, at Disney, we had these great shirts that worked out well for us. Um, you know, there are some great places that you can get some customized shirts. So, uh, if you are, and this is a shameless plug. So, um, if you do choose to work with me as your travel planner, um, I have connections with, and Travel Nation has connections with a great company that produces t-shirts, customized t-shirts with Disney theming uh, on it. Say Toy Story is one of your favorite things. Uh, Star Wars is one of your favorite things. Say your favorite resort is Pop Century, um, which I do know from some of you out there, Pop Century is your favorite resort. We can get you a shirt themed after that for your whole family um, that'll that'll help you have an amazing trip. So a bunch of different shop options. You don't have to wait till you get to Disney to buy one. Um, you can go ahead and kind of have those those planned out before you go. Also, just budget your souvenir money. Real simple thing. Budget your souvenir money on a Disney gift card. Leave your debit card, leave your credit card back in the room. Okay. Don't even load it onto your Magic Band if you have a Magic Band. Don't load it on there. Don't set a pin. Um, just if you know you know your uh, you've got your dining plan, say on on your uh, on your Magic Band. You may need a pin for that. Uh, But don't sync your credit card up with it unless you absolutely have to uh, because that will help remove some of that temptation away, put the money on the gift card, you'll be good to go. Another thing about gift cards, and I mention this all the time, anytime anybody uh, pays for a trip with me using gift cards or starts talking about going to, like, Sam's or Costco or something like that and buying gift cards at a discount, uh, always tell them to make sure that they register their gift cards at DisneyGiftCard.com. This is a legitimate, again, that's DisneyGiftCard.com. This is a legitimate um, site uh, from Disney. It's their site. It's their product that they use uh, for folks to combine gift cards into amounts of up to $1,000 a piece. When you do that, you'll kind of recreate your own account to log in. When you do that, those gift card numbers are saved. Um, and I've mentioned this before, that about a year ago, I had a friend uh, tell me, um, shout out to Ken that's out there, awesome dude, loves Disney, loves Universal. Um, he had a friend, he, he told me, he's like, you know, I paid for my trip and gift cards one time um, and I had to get a refund. And they told me the refund was going to go to the original form of payment. I didn't have that gift card anymore, but... But I had combined them on the Disney gift card site, had the number saved there, so the refund amount was sitting on that card even though I still didn't have the original one. He went and bought another another Disney gift card and transferred the money over, and he didn't lose his money. So that's just something pretty cool. Um, another advantage that people don't think about, and you can use Disney gift cards at a lot of locations across Walt Disney World property, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and a number, a number of other spots. If you have questions about that, just let me know. Um, Again, if you have any sort of other money-saving tips related to, say, souvenirs, uh, budgeting in general, uh, or uh, food especially, because we spent a lot of time talking about snacks uh, tonight, please drop those in the comments. Uh, I'm sure there will be people that will be going back and watching this later on, uh, and we'd love to talk to you more about that. So let's spend a couple of minutes tonight talking about this idea of Disney and more. You're going to be seeing this hashtag, uh, this kind of overlay in a lot of pictures that I'm going to be posting. You may see it on other, you know, parts of social media. If you search, because Facebook does use hashtags, at one point that was kind of thought to be ridiculous, but, you know, Twitter kind of made it a thing, then Instagram made it a thing, then Facebook bought Instagram, and now, you know, Facebook's, you know, using hashtags too. So you'll see it on Facebook, you'll see it on a lot of forms of social media out there. Search the hashtag Disney and more, um, and it will probably lead you to a Travelmation agent, if not the Travelmation Company itself. So it is all about showing appreciation for our bread and butter, all about saying, you know what, we love Disney. Uh Travelmation is a platinum earmarked, um, a platinum earmarked authorized Disney vacation planner. Basically what that means is we've achieved a certain level of performance uh, to earn this basically this accolade that not a lot of agencies earn. There are a lot of people, there are a lot of ones that that strive for it, right? Um, But there are not many that earn it. Uh, And and we seek to serve our clients well. It's not always about the dollar amount at the end of the day. It's about the quality of the experience you all have. It's about listening to you as our clients and making sure that you have a hassle-free, very enjoyable, enjoyable experience. So, again, we love Disney. We do a lot of it. Uh, But there are also a lot of people that don't necessarily love Disney. There are a lot of people that love Disney Destinations Uh, that also have other, you know, vacation interests. Maybe they want to go on a cruise and enjoy a different cruise line. You know, maybe they want to go to a destination where Disney does not, you know, uh, does not operate. Maybe they want to go to the mountains. Maybe they want to go to, you know, down to the beach and just hang out for a little bit. Um, And they're not close to, um, they're not close to Vero Beach. They're not close to the Hilton Head Disney Resort. So there's a bunch of different options that are out there uh, for people to travel, right? You know that. I mean, you can go to all sorts of different sites. You can go to Google and search it. Where should I go on vacation or whatever? I mean, there's all sorts of different places that people dream up. And and we that work for Travel Nation want to be able to walk with you step by step. Uh, we've always been able to book more um, than Disney. We deal with Universal, Royal Caribbean, uh, Carnival, Sandals and Beaches, and and many, many other uh many other destinations worldwide in fact if you go to travelnation.net right now uh the homepage has kind of been redesigned recently it's really slim um and it's really looking good uh, the folks that did that did an amazing job if you go to travelnation.net right now uh, and scroll to the bottom you'll see a list of our preferred vendors um disney's gonna be at the top of that list uh, but you'll see some other names on there like royal caribbean uh like Sandals and beaches and a few more so Say you're you know, thinking about a vacation where you just want to go and park yourself in a beach chair. Uh, you want all your food to be taken care of. You want some of your entertainment to be taken care of. You want to have some great, say, free time or any time options available to you that are included. Um, maybe it's scuba diving that's included. Maybe it's a sailing experience. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's something that, that, that you dream up and you need, you need help making a reality. And you just want to go to a place that, that can do that because you've been working really hard. Uh, maybe you're celebrating something. Maybe it's a honeymoon. Sandals is going to be a great option for you to consider. Maybe you want to bring your family with you. And maybe you're thinking about, well, you know, I I, I still want a little bit of kind of spouse time here, right? But I want to be able to bring my kids with me. Sandals, uh, the, the same company that runs with Sandals, also opened a resort destination many years ago called Beaches. And they have multiple locations um, and they feature some amazing kids' clubs, some amazing kid-friendly experience, experiences with a lot of the same uh, low tier experiences that you get from Sandals Resorts. So uh, it's another thing to think about, maybe a great option for you. Again, maybe you're thinking about a cruise destination. Right now, Disney only has four ships that are sailing. Uh, they've got a fifth one that's being built, the Disney Wish, right now uh, with Rapunzel kind of as the icon character for it. Um, Maybe there's somewhere you want to go and, and Disney doesn't have availability and you're looking for a great place with great kids clubs, great great excursion options, um, new ships that have been you know refurbished or amplified as Royal Caribbean has been doing, or maybe just the newer ship that's out there that's closer to you. Royal Caribbean has, has, is a awesome cruise line, Norwegian cruise line, awesome cruise line, we work with them as well. And there are a lot of other options out there. So again, my thing is if you can dream it, if it's out there, if it's possible, yes, right. We will pursue it. uh, If we don't already have that relationship, but more than likely we already do. Because again, Travel Nation, uh, we're pushing 400 agents across the country. Uh, There are a number of people that have experts that are, you know, across multiple destinations and travel disciplines. And we won't be able to walk with you. We won't be able to come alongside of you and help your travel, travel dreams become a reality. So you can make some awesome memories uh, that will last a really long time. Some really cool things that you can look back on. So again, we love Disney, uh, but we also know people like to travel to other places. And that's okay. You know, I'm always going to love Disney. I'm always going to be crazy about it because I was a cast member. My wife and I honeymooned there. Um, you know, my, my oldest daughter got to visit there twice before she was one uh, for different things. I ran my first and only marathon so far uh, at, at, at Walt Disney World. So very special place. Um, but there are also many other amazing things to see. I have lots of fond memories of visiting national parks out west when I was young. Uh, I have some fond memories of going to Hawaii with my family when I was young, even over to Europe um, when I was a sophomore in high school. I got to go to Ireland with my dad and It was just a very special experience and, and I go back and I think about those things and some of the other things that we did and I know you know every, not everybody in the world gets to do that. you know there's a very special thing um, and i don 't take that for granted. Um, but those experiences can lead to wonderful memories. They can lead to great conversations. They can lead to incredible educational moments. Um, and there are a lot of those to be had outside of the mouse world, so to speak. So if you're dreaming up something, if you're thinking about a trip like that, um, please let me know. Um, you know, Disney offers some great experiences as well through Adventures by Disney, uh, which is the number one uh, rated as far as satisfaction and return rate for guests out of any. Um, any Disney destination worldwide, that includes the parks, that includes the cruise line, that includes the other resort destinations that they have. Adventures by Disney does some of those land tour things. They'll get you into places um, that uh, that you've heard about, you've known about, but basically it's almost like getting a fast pass in it. You'll bypass the regular line. You'll have your own sort of security checkpoint and you'll get through uh, because Disney has relationships with uh, a lot of these very world-renowned uh, places um, in in. Basically, I think it's six continents around the world. Maybe it's five. Um, have to go back and look, but a lot of great tour options uh, for you. Uh, and if you remember, one of the great things about being a Travel Nation agent is that, and I, and I had somebody ask me about this last night, um, is do you charge any extra fees for you know planning family trips? And the answer is no, we don't. Um, I do not charge any um, extra fees when planning trips like these for you because... Uh, I, I want to keep the value high and the cost low. Uh, I want you to be able to have again hassle-free experience, something that you enjoy and love. I want to be able to get to know you. I want to take you know that that pressure off of you, uh, so that you can enjoy the why of your trip um, and and have a great time. So uh, this has been an awesome conversation tonight. This has been a lot of stuff to cover uh, all at one time. And then we had a couple of weeks off during the holidays, so I'm kind of playing catch up in a way. Uh, but to kind of give you the sort of best for the last, the bonus for tonight to tell you where we're going over the next couple of weeks. Um, Next week on Travel Tips Tuesday, we are going to be covering uh, what it's like to do a solo day at Disney. So is that possible? How do you do that and how do you do it well? What kind of park ticket do you need? Uh, What kind of dining experiences might you want to do? What kind of attractions do you want to see? Which nighttime show do you do you want to go experience so um, that'll be a pretty awesome conversation i'm sure and after that we're going to get back into kind of around uh, the world series that we're doing Uh, we already went land by land in magic kingdom a couple of months ago we're going to take a turn and go right over to epcot and start over a world showcase and start going through some of the countries there so uh, we will probably start in mexico because when i go to epcot i always go left first not right um So I'll probably start there and kind of go around uh, and talk about some of the great food options, dining options, you know, attractions and kind of a lot of the detail and thought that went into making some of those pavilions around the World Showcase Lagoon. So, again, if you've got any questions uh, about travel planning in general, Disney specifically, but remember we do Disney and more, please let me know. Don't charge any fees. would love to talk to you more about that. Uh, Thank you to everyone that commented tonight. This was a lot of fun. Um, I hope to see you all again next week and we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.